What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Maction, fresh off a fresh set of games uh, yesterday and the day before. Uh, we had a couple bowl elimination games, a couple teams with a chance to keep their dream alive for a bowl game. Uh, Maction is back. The Mac is, by and large, there's no other way to put it. It's terrible this year. I mean, it is a horrible conference. Um, I've done the numbers. The Mac right now might only get three bowl teams out of the entire conference. That is horrendous. <laughs> that is like really bad when you can only get three bowl spots. Um, they're probably going to get more. It's just the way it's going to work out. But I mean, it's possible in theory, they're only going to get three bowl teams. Um, one of the bowl teams who was on the brink of elimination for the second straight week, the Central Michigan Chippewas started the game last night, dropping down to Buffalo, who I thought was one of the best MAC teams most of the season. They're not good either. They're five and five. Buffalo's not good. So the idea that you know Buffalo is one of the better MAC teams—that's not true. Buffalo isn't good either. They're five and five. Normally puts you in a really bad position overall. You're only five hundred. So let's not give too much credit to the Bulls. Um, they're not good. And they lost to a team that still has an uphill climb right now just to even get to six wins. Central Michigan uh, knocked off Buffalo last night. They knocked off NIU, eliminated them last week. So Central Michigan's on a little bit of a roll right now toward, in order to get to that six-win bowl game. It's still going to be hard. Central Michigan's still not likely to get to six wins, but it is possible. And as long as you don't get eliminated, it's entirely possible. Burt Emanuel Jr., a true freshman quarterback for the Chippewas, started the season as third string. Now, I'm going to talk about the next game from last night, and there were some backup quarterbacks playing in there too. But third string quarterback. This guy saved the Chippewas season last night. 293 rushing yards. That's right. He almost rushed for 300. Now, if you watch the game, the best thing I saw at the end of the game was they took him out of the game so that he wouldn't, when they took a knee to end the game, they took him out to not give him negative rushes. Because, you know, if you take a knee, you lose a couple yards. You take a knee, you lose a couple yards. He probably would have lost about four more yards. So in order to save his rushing total, <laughs> they, they took him out. Because he rushed for like 30 yards on the final drive, you know, in the final uh, 25 seconds of the game. All he was trying not to do was fumble the ball, which would have given Buffalo one more, you know, Hail Mary shot of winning. And even in that scenario, he's still crushing Buffalo on rushing the ball. Um, yeah, it's truly historic night for, for Bert Emanuel Jr. I mean, he looks like a beast. He looked like a beast running last night. It was just, you know, 75. It was just, you know, uh, amazing by Emmanuel Jr. The Chippewas, um, gosh, I mean, their back's been up against the wall two weeks in a row. Last night they were gonna, I you know, I was watching the first half. I'm like, ah, they're gonna lose. They're down four, ten, I think, going into halftime. And I was like, eh, it's probably not gonna happen. The Chippewas season, it's just gonna fade away, and they're not gonna win. Nope, nope, nope. Emmanuel comes out and boom. He delivers a knockout punch to Buffalo, who I believe got outscored uh, 24 to 3 in the second half. I mean, Buffalo just shrank to nothing in the second half. 
Um, yeah, I mean, Buffalo only scored three points in the second half. They just totally fell apart. Um, and there are five wins. Now, granted, they're, they play Akron, so they're going to get six wins. And barring, you know, a total collapse against the Zips, Buffalo's going to get six wins and, you know, go over 500 and get to that bowl game. But this was a game Buffalo needed to win if they wanted to have any hope of getting to the MAC championship game. Now, Buffalo, they're done. I mean, they're not going to make it to the MAC championship game after this. Yeah, you're going to beat Akron, but Buffalo's mo- most likely out. Um, but give all the, <laughs> all the credit to Central Michigan. It's still a tough road ahead to get to six wins for you. But, man, you, you guys did it. It was like, woo. Uh, you came back, and maybe they get there now. Maybe the second half propels them to six wins. I don't know. But it was an amazing second half, especially for Bert Emanuel Jr. Um, really, nothing. Nothing he could have done more. I mean, he, he didn't have really any passing yards. He went one for three. Daniel Richardson had 95. Cole Snyder in a losing effort had 191. Uh, granted, none of these guys. And what are we supposed to do? You know, if, you, if you're Buffalo, you totally collapsed, and now you're at a low point in the season. Um, yeah, it, it's just bad for Buffalo. Buffalo, you know, the bad night. You know, Ron Cook Jr. had 100 yards, but, you know, it was a bad night for the Bulls. Across the state, over in Kalamazoo, we had another elimination game, a horrible NIU football team. I mean, they've been bad all season, and playing a team on the brink of elimination, Western Michigan, if you didn't watch the game, it's a simple recap. (laughs) Western Michigan was a better football team the entire game. And I, but Western Michigan also made so many mistakes. Um, they literally had a guy, a touchdown called back, a pick six. Like, I don't know if you, you know, it, it's a pick six. It's so, you know, it's a guaranteed touchdown. He scored. But they had a moron bonehead play of knocking out a quarterback when he was already standing on the sidelines. You know, they wanted to take out the NIU quarterback, which wiped out a, wiped off the touchdown and put the ball back at the 50-yard line, a 45-yard line. Whoa! What are you what, – what kind of bonehead play is this? Now, Western Michigan, they lost the game, and they deserve to lose the game, but they should have won the game. They were the better team. You know, two horrible teams playing each other. They were both bad. But Western Michigan should still be alive for a bowl game. They're done. Their season's over. And they deserve to be over because of all the bad plays they made. They dropped touchdown passes. They made boneheaded penalties. It was as bad as you can be in an elimination game. You, it's like you purposely made mistakes. It was so crazy that Western Michigan was just doing so many things wrong. Um, personal fouls. And then the same guy, uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was number number six or number three for the Broncos defense. He gets himself ejected from the game for a second unsportsmanlike penalty in the fourth quarter. Ejected. Like, not only did you screw up once and cost, yourself, cost your team a touchdown, you did it again and got yourself ejected from the game. Like, whoa. Tim Lester, you, this is an elimination game. You can't control... 
the team to the point where they they self-imploded all over the field on drops, passes, penalties. It was, I mean, a horrific performance. And when you look back at it, knowing their season ended, and Western Michigan was just awful. I mean, they were they should have won the game. Easily should have won the game. But, gosh, I mean, they had, it just so many mistakes. And, you know, NIU, give them credit. They're not good. <laughs> they haven't been good all year. And they they ended the game with Justin Lynch at quarterback. Um, NIU initially went with um, Nevin Cremascoli, the freshman quarterback, um, who was sixth string coming into the season and then somehow – Last week, bumped himself up to starter, but after the, you know, the two guys got hurt. Um, oh, Rocky Lombardi apparently is just sitting out the rest of the season. He's coming back next year for a sixth year. So, what people had thought about, you know, he kind of stopped playing a month ago, and nobody really understood why. He's just sitting out the rest of the season. He'll be back next year potentially for a sixth year. Um, so he basically stopped playing for that reason a month ago. Um, because he's played in four games, so maybe he'll be back next year. Maybe not. You know, we'll see how. I guess we'll see what what his options are. Um, Justin Lynch, though, came in because Creamy Scully wasn't playing very well. Um, really, wasn't playing well at all. And Justin Lynch has no no threat of the pass whatsoever. Now, this is the final drive, final two drives, really, for the Western Michigan defense. All they have to do is basically stop a guy who cannot throw the football. He, he cannot throw the ball. He, he's basically a running back, and that's it. He comes in as a quarterback position or wildcat, but he, he can't throw the football. He's not a quarterback. He's a running back who just lines up a quarterback or wildcat. And Western Michigan somehow got fooled on the final drive. They were letting Justin Lynch run over them. <laughs> run over them. He like had this amazing drive out of nowhere that you would think the Broncos are ready for this. The guy can't throw the ball. I mean, he has no skill at quarterback at all. Nothing. He cannot throw the football. Why is Western Michigan not up there? The line of scrimmage with 10 guys. Why are they even worried about the pass? He can't throw the football. He doesn't know how to throw the football. Basically they won't let him. And now you won't let him throw the ball. And he didn't throw the ball. Still scored the go-ahead touchdown for NIU, which won the game. Um, I think there were mistakes even on that drive for Western Michigan. Like the timeouts should have been used when NIU got to the red zone to save time, but they didn't. And NIU ended up scoring with a minute to go, 56 seconds, I think. And Western Michigan, I think if you would have used the timeout, you would have saved like uh, 45 seconds. You would have had almost two minutes in your final drive. Now, granted, Western Michigan got the ball back with a minute. And their final drive was, it started out well, and then it was truly pathetic because they lost yards, I think, four straight plays. Um, so they went, They ended their season in true Bronco style with a whimper, and it was ugly the way it ended. <laughs> but watching the game, Western Michigan doesn't deserve to go to a bowl game. They weren't going to win the rest of their games based on how they played. Um, it was, Western Michigan should have won the game. That's the simple roundup of that. It, the recap is Western Michigan should have won the game. They didn't win the game and their season's over. Welcome to the Elimination Club. You joined NIU and Akron in the Elimination Club. So 
you got what you know you played as well what you deserve you played to the level you deserve to be at right now in western michigan i'm sorry everybody their season is over it is basically meaningless the rest of the season so two more games western michigan is just there for fun too just like niu and akron uh there was another game last night um it was on cbs sports network uh kent state (laughs) this is like another chance for a team to get bowl eligible and kent state beat down bowling green 40 to 6 um not not competitive at all um no score in the first quarter 20 unanswered points in the second quarter for the Flashes, uh, who still have a tough road to get to a bowl game themselves. But Bowling Green, this is like Buffalo. You had a chance to get to six wins and knock, secure that bowl win for the for the program, and you didn't you didn't make it. Um, so bad performance by Bowling Green, who's not a good team either. I mean, let's face it, they're not good. I mean, they're five and five. Nobody in the MAC is good. You know, like like Tulane good or a group of five good teams. None of these teams are good, but it, that's disappointing. If you're Bowling Green, you had a chance to lock up a bowl game against a losing Kent State team who's 4-6 and six now, who probably isn't going to a bowl game themselves. But Bowling Green's on the verge of not going now, too. They need one more win. They need to win one out of two games. So, this huge disappointing night for Bowling Green. Kent State, congratulations. You're still alive in the elimination process. Uh, you and Central Michigan can keep going. So, that is... A positive. We still have two teams. Uh, still, not everyone's going to get the six wins. I know that based on the, the standings. Um, Tuesday, Toledo twenty-eight, Ball State twenty-one. This was essentially the MAC West um, championship. And Toledo, I believe, now is MAC West champions because Western Michigan lost. Toledo, nothing really other than pride. Nothing really to play for the rest of the two games. I don't think. Um, Ball State had a chance to get to that six-win plateau. They played a great game. Um, this was a good game to watch. Uh, kind of, did, you know, it ended. I mean, I was watching it. It ended weirdly. Like, the offense kind of just stopped for both teams, and it was really hard to score at the end. But Daquan Finn had 301 yards for the Rockets. Um he couldn't run the ball much at the end. Like he, he suffered some sort of injury, so he was kind of limited. Um, he had three touchdowns. Carson Steele for Ball State had a huge game: twenty-eight carries, one hundred ninety-eight yards, three touchdowns. But all in a losing effort. Now Ball State, gosh, you're so close to that swing six-win plateau, and nothing's guaranteed either for them. So it's like it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough to you know just one more win for each of them. Ohio, 37. Uh, They really took it to Miami of Ohio. Um, This one wasn't that close um, in the second half, especially Ohio just came alive. They've got seven wins now. Surprisingly, record-wise, they're as good as Toledo. So we got two seven-win teams in in Eastern Michigan. Those are the only teams over 500. Uh, Miami, we have another bowl elimination team next week for Miami. Miami's at NIU who's playing their third straight elimination game for the other team. Um, Miami, who knows? You know, you're in trouble. If you lose next week, your season's over. So their record is 4-6. and six. Uh, Tuesday, Eastern Michigan. Barely, kind of barely beat, hung on and beat Akron, who's 1-9. and nine. So Eastern Michigan gets to that six-win bowl game mark. That's all that matters. They are bowl eligible. 
Um, overall, the standings in the MAC. Um, basically, we know where Toledo is going to the MAC West champion, MAC West champions Toledo, and Ohio is going to probably be your MAC East champions. But the records are not good, and there's no way to sugarcoat that. They are not good at all. And only three teams over 500, as I said. Ohio, um, Toledo, and Eastern Michigan. Um, Only two of those teams are guaranteed to win, to be over 500 at the end of the year, which would be two and ten. You know, two teams with winning records, ten teams, 500 or below. That is that might be the this might be the worst max season we've seen in a really really long time, but it was terrible non-conference. So it's kind of just still progressing as the worst season of MAC football in a long time. Um, Buffalo at five wins, Bowling Green at five wins, uh, Ball State at five wins. Those are those three teams have a chance to clinch that six-win plateau next week, and we have. Central Michigan with an elimination game, Miami with an elimination game, and Kent State with an elimination game next week as well. Don't know who's going to come out ahead, who's going to come out eliminated. We had a chance for three eliminations this week, and only one was eliminated. So we'll have to see what happens next week. Um, Really don't know. So that's the the good aspect of college football is I don't know what's going to happen. I know it's been a rough season and it's going to continue being rough. So we'll see. Um, I kind of just have to see what happens with that. Uh, Tuesday, November 15th, next week, Bowling Green at Toledo. Now, this isn't going to be an easy win for, uh, for Bowling Green. Like, this isn't, the, this isn't going to guarantee you getting a bowl game. Like, this is the problem. If you don't win this one, then you're down to one chance to lock up a bowl game in your last game. Um, this is the rivalry game, too. Bowling Green and Toledo, this is it. This is their arch rivals. So this one's on ESPNU, 7 p.m. Tuesday. Um, also Tuesday, Ohio at Ball State. Ball State, again, this is not the easiest path <laughs> to a bowl game. You need one more. Each of these teams needs one more win. Bowling Green and Ball State next week, and they're playing the two best teams in the MAC. So there's a good chance both of them are going to lose, and both of them need that final week to clinch a six and six record. Um, so gosh, that is like whoa, <laughs> very nerve wracking if you're at Bowling Green and Ball State right now and you want to go to a bowl game. Um, next Wednesday, I'm assuming this is CBS Sports Network because. Uh, by the way, Bowling Green, Toledo's ESPNU, Ohio, Ball State, ESPN2, Miami, Northern Illinois, bo- elimination game for Miami, Northern Illinois is playing for nothing. Um, it's not, I'm assuming this is the CBS Sports Network game because there's no logo next to it, and that's kind of how that works. Uh, Eastern Michigan at Kent State. This is This is not the easiest road for Kent State to get bowl eligible either. This is the third, like the three elimination games next week. Well, four. There's actually four because Central Michigan's at Western Michigan, or Western Michigan's at Central Michigan. That three of these four are playing teams that have better records and are the only three above 500. So, uh, one, two, three, four. Actually, there's five elimination games next week. I'm sorry, 
five. All five, all five are elimination games for the for one team. So, gosh, Eastern Michigan is got a better record. They've had a better season than Kent State. I don't know who's going to win. It's Wednesday, ESPN two. Um, I have no idea. Six p.m. I don't know who's going to win. I can't tell you. Uh, Western Michigan at Central Michigan. Central Michigan's on a roll. I like what they've done the last two weeks. They kept themselves alive from the brink of elimination. They're on the brink of elimination again, and they will be the following week if they survive this week. Um, man, that's tough. If Western plays better up to their capabilities, they can win the game. If Western plays like they did yesterday against NIU, they're going to self-destruct, and they deserve, they're, they're, they're going to deserve to lose the game. Um, but that is a close, awesome week next week when every game has a bowl elimin- a season elimination, a season-ending game. Now, it's not normally supposed to be like this. <laughs> You're normally supposed to have a bunch of teams at six wins already, but that didn't happen this year. So we have five games. All five of them have a team whose season essentially ends with a loss next week. So that's five bowl teams potentially wiped out in one, one, one week going into the final week. Then we, I don't know, gosh, there might only be three bowl teams. Um, yeah, because none of the teams that the teams that are already won here have already clinched bowl spots. Or have already been eliminated, like NIU and Western Michigan. So nothing's going to change in bowl eligibility going into. Well, I guess it could. Um, oh, Ball State's not going to be eliminated. They have a chance to clinch. That I'm sorry, they have a chance to clinch. Can, um, yeah, they're the only ones. Oh, they're, yeah, they're the only ones with a chance to to clinch and move ahead. So four bowl elimination games, one bowl clinching game. So it's a big week in the MAC. The MAC games were good overall this week. If you like college football, they were good. Um, the teams aren't necessarily very good, but the games themselves are good. And I also found it funny. Akron announced a crowd of almost thirteen thousand people. Now I get it. MAC crowds—they're not—they're not real. <laughs> they're like pretend crowds, right? This time of year. But you manufactured the. T- the fake ticket sales to the point of 13,000 people almost. I looked at that. I'm like, whoa, there were 10,000 or 11,000 mystery fans at the Akron game that were apparently there, but you didn't actually see them. I mean, the actual game, I'd have had a thousand, maybe. But in the, I looked at the box score. I'm like, wow, almost 13,000 fans showed up at a Infosition Stadium. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> For a team that has one win, they had the, one of the biggest crowds of the season. Like, oh, all right. Well, hey, you want to fudge the numbers? Why fudge them to just like 8,000 like the other schools? <laughs> fudge them all the way to 25,000. Might as well have a sellout. But uh, nice work by Akron there. That, they, did, you know, they did something better than everyone else this year. They fudged the numbers so high that it was almost, almost 13,000 fans technically in the crowd. So that's the lighter side of Maction. We have one school dominating in the pretend attendance, um, which is funny. Um, yeah, next Thursday, come back for another recap of Maction. Uh, we'll, I will tell you who's been eliminated. 
Uh, who's bowl eligible? We only have three so far, and I'm worried we might only have three. <laughs> we, I'm really worried about that, that there might only be three bowl teams. Um, because some of these teams might just not get that that extra win. Like, they're stuck a couple at five, and they maybe, what if they stumble? Then we're stuck at three back, back bowl teams. Um, but I am Mark Scafidi. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Um, not this weekend, but uh, next week I am going back. Oh, I should be able to announce that my other project that's coming out, I think, in January. I think, but it's almost December. It's Christmas time. So as soon as I get the go-ahead, I'll be able to post everything and tell you exactly what channel it's going to be on. Uh, what time, what day of the week. It's going to be on national TV, so everyone's going to see a completely different side of me. And I think that's going to be fun, and it's kind of a life-changing type of project, so we'll hopefully have good things come from it. But enjoy college football this weekend. I will be back next week with a recap of Maction. Hopefully we have some bowl clinching teams. Um, we, didn't, we didn't get any this week. <laughs> um, gosh, yeah, I was kind of hoping for some you know, like bowl clincher. So we you know, have like five bowl teams, but it didn't happen. Maybe we'll get it next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the college football games this weekend. And I will see everyone back here for a recap of Mac games next Thursday. So enjoy the weekend, everybody. And have a great week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.